Okay, ready? Three, two, one. That was terrible. That was so bad. Yeah, well, that's pretty that pretty bad. That sounded pretty good to me, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah? Weird how it sounds bad. good for some people and, the, and other yeah, people. It's so like, bad. I heard you want to ask the same questions? Okay, yeah, let's, we better ask questions. Like, Emily, what's up? Nothing. Great. <laughs> hey, John, are you prepared for today? Absolutely not. Perfect. Elena, I'm digging the no sleeves. Thank you. And Bill. Hey, Bill. Hi, Leland. <laughs> Was that what you had planned well, to say? Even if this doesn't work, it's great. <laughs> it's good content. That was my speed. That might be actually pretty good before every session. It's like our improv warm-up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. Yes, and? Yes, and... Okay, here we go. Oh, we're starting now? Yep. Hello, patrons. Uh, here we are with our first mini-campaign. First, thanks all to all of you uh, who have donated to the Patreon account. This is 100% your fault, so if everything goes terribly wrong, you can blame yourselves. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so we, we put a vote up and uh, the we, on which uh, RPG we wanted to do. It's very difficult. And uh, Paranoia won out by a landslide. <laughs> you know what I wonder I, why. You know what I like about that? We don't have to explain that to... All of the listeners, because it, the patrons should know exactly what we're talking about. We don't actually have That's to right. explain these terrible jokes that we make. <laughs> yeah, they, like this this they know us. They know us by now. You're I thought it was wonderful. Cause. I thought yeah. that was an inspirational joke, actually. <laughs> but I digress. Because we're not playing D&D today. We're playing Paranoia, which is uh, a game I played... Many, 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 many years ago. It was uh, published back in 1984, originally by West End Games. And then they had a number of different versions of it. In 2004, uh, Mongoose Publishing took it over. They released it a few times. Of course, uh, I had I haven't played it. In, I just knew it was Chaos back when I uh, originally played it. But the one we're playing today was uh, published in 2016. It's a single box. Got everything in it. It's called, uh, I think it's called Red... It's called Red Clearance Edition. It has a player's handbook and the Game Master's Guide and all the things you're going to need, cards and stuff like that. So we're going to do character creation today with the guys and just get everything put together. And then we're going to uh, maybe go over a few rules or and talk about how the game works. It's really more set up to be played around the table because there's cards and, and other things that you do um, with each other. But we're going to sort of modify some of those rules to be able to do it on a podcast. So everybody can enjoy it so let's get started the first thing we'll we'll do is we'll talk a little bit about what uh, paranoia is it's a it's a future dystopian world where everyone all of you live in a place called alpha complex alpha complex is it's a wonderful place matter of fact happiness is mandatory in alpha complex uh, you you are all the what's left of humanity and Damn, that's sad. Ugh. Alpha Complex is, is great. And and it's all run by your friend, the computer. Friend computer is here to make sure everything runs fine and everyone is happy. Each of you have what's called a six-pack. So you have six clones. Dang. And you'll start with uh, your first clone, of course. And 
things will happen that may require us to retire one of these clones. And, uh, you know, hopefully not if, you, if you're doing everything you're supposed to do and happy friend computers happy with you. You can live a long and prosperous life as uh, as clone number one. Each of you have what's called a security level. So the the more that you happier you are, the happier you are with society, and the better you deal with friend computer, uh, you will gain experience points and eventually be able to move yourself up into the higher security levels and get more and more happiness and uh, different things that you can do for friend computer. The uh, security levels start um, at infrared and then follow sort of the Roy G. Biv color scheme all the way up uh, with the highest level being ultraviolet right after violet. So um, you will all be security clearance level red. So you're not the lowest of the low, but you're just barely above the lowest of the low. <laughs> Sounds about right. So you, you've been lucky enough to survive. You've been uh, created and, and sort of spat out. And you've done some menial task enough to where friend computer believes you're uh, uh, worthy enough to gain some experience to move on to red level. So let's go ahead and start. Everybody has their character sheets. And the first thing we're going to do is go around. Uh, I've already set up the rotation here at the table since it is somewhat important. Leland will be first. Elena, Emily, then Bill. Well, this is rigged. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll say right right from the beginning, yes, everything will be rigged. Super uh, rigged. <laughs> the GM has, uh, it, this is a chaotic game, and a lot of things will happen at my will. <laughs> so don't piss off John, so I'm probably going to die first. No, you're, you're all going to be in trouble more than likely, but uh, this is probably by your own hand. So let's start with Leland. Leland, you have a name. I do. My name is Throbby R B D E one. Okay. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> typically the 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 name has uh, your red level clearance would be the R. Your last number in your name is going to be your clone number, and the the three letter code is the home sector. But we're playing this fast and loose. I'm not going to require that that they use um, the exact breakdown of this only thing i want uh, is to make sure that the clone number is correct so when you do die you need a new clone number. yeah i just realized that the more i die the larger my bde gets ah <laughs> I, I do not approve of this i'm glad that this is patreon only okay. because it limits the number of people who are, even on the main show everyone hears about bde okay, okay come on okay 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 <laughs> Yeah, it's been mentioned. So do we need to have some kind of <laughs> some kind of warning up front? This will be uh, this will not be. Uh, yeah, don't play this, this in front of your parents or your kids. PG twenty five, something like that. <laughs> At least not G rated. That is incredibly ironic because my sense of humor does cater to thirteen year olds. So there you go. <laughs> I'm right with you there, buddy. Elena, you have a name. My first name is that's what. And that is uh, T-H-A-T-S-W-A-T. That's what G and Sector said, S-E-D, Clone One. That's what G said. Okay. Not surprising. (laughs) 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 
So, I mean, I'm pointing the finger at Throbby. <laughs> I am seeing already a, a trend <laughs> with these names. <laughs> All right. I think we go down to Emily. Yeah, my name is Can. Can you hear me? One. Sorry, what did you say? <laughs> Can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> she's she's French. <laughs> Not doing the accent. Okay. All right, Bill. So my first name is Roy, and my security clearance, as you know, is R. My sector is Biv. I have aspirations to attain um, security security clearance G. Yeah, so it's good to have goals and to start out early. Uh, yes. <laughs> Roy R. Biv. So from, from here forth will be Throbby, That's, Can, and Roy. Sound good? I want to be That's, that's what. what. That's what? That's what? That's what. what. Mm-hmm. I like the full name. She's not a nickname kind of person. Clone. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm also maybe not a she. I don't know yet. Well, we'll get to that. I don't mind going by TR, actually. You can call me TR. You know, Instead in case Throbby? Throbby doesn't sit well in your mouth. <laughs> wow. Wow. He makes you say shaft wow. every week. I mean. <laughs> I'm going to let the laughter die down before I respond to that. Oh boy! Oh boy! You know this patron-only stuff could actually be a lot less polished as far as the editing out. <laughs> All of our shit goes. Big old poop storm. <laughs> All right, so it's TR. That's what Can and Roy. All right, so now the next thing we're going to talk about is uh, your gender. Well, in Alpha Complex. Thanks to hormone suppressants and extensive cloning facilities, real-time pixelization of genitals, and genetically modified bodies and minds, gender is not a big concern in Alpha Complex. Actually, gender discrimination is treasonous because it wastes valuable time. Uh, Women, men, cisgender, transgender, non-binary, and intersex people are equally capable of serving a computer. All of them work equally as well as reactor shielding should they fail in their duties. Uh, sexuality. <laughs> reactor shielding. Yeah. It took me a second to, to, yeah, to I, catch I clicked. that. It did take a second to click. <laughs> sexuality, however, is a different concern. Uh, heterosexual, heterosexuality is treasonous as it makes a mockery of the computer's extensive cloning facilities. Uh, The computer has no official stance on homosexuality due to its lack of programming on the matter, and it treats it as a form of enthusiastic wrestling. Uh, It's unadvisable if there's a traitor nearby. I like wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Don't have babies. What gender would you all like to be, if any? I'm still going to be female. Yeah, I'll stick with male. It's what I know. Got a lot of experience in that. You can literally just say you don't know. You can say I don't want to decide, and that's fine with us. Ambiguous, undecided. I should say us, as me, as I, as friend computer. Yeah, yes, yes. We don't mind. It's like the queen. That's right. TR, did you want to make a designation? I'll be non-binary. And that's what? Did you tell me? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just, I'm nothing. Okay. I'm... Undecided. Yep. So fill your, your character sheet in as, as well. So now we're going to go to your 
personality. So what I want you to do there is I want you to choose three adjectives that will describe you as a person. Example might be helpful, loyal, reckless, you know, something for each of you to sort of boil down what you think your core personality traits are. Just like we do in real life. Yeah. You write down your personality traits? I boiled down. I boiled off oh, since the first time we met. The four of you, I boiled down each and every one of you into three, three adjectives. <laughs> yeah. And so far, oh, you haven't oh, grown or moved outside of those boxes I, I've put you in. So it's honestly a little disappointing. <laughs> I think it's a reflection on your ability to um, to read More people's character. Oh, I see. Right. So I, I'm not picking up on the uh, the nuances of each of your personalities. That's right. And... <laughs> no, you're just really good at uh, at reading character from a, oh, uh, from the other first way. Meet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I thought the traits were way too vague that you chose, <laughs> like breathing. <laughs> alive yeah yeah alive yeah. you all shared a number of them i will admit <laughs> brown eyed annoying was we all have brown hair annoying for john that's right yeah there's an na john hair na <laughs> mine's becoming less and less brown what's a word for like somebody somebody that's like jumpy like skitterish what what is the word for Get that? It? Skittish. 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 Yeah. Skittish. Or jumpy. Okay. Jumpy works. I knew skitterish wasn't a word, but I couldn't think of Aunt Heather. My Aunt Heather is the definition is what you find in the um, dictionary when you look oh. that up. So I should just <laughs> write down Aunt Heather then. <laughs> My personality trait is Aunt Heather. She's so easily easily spooked. We do not throw our we family under the bus on the show. <laughs> that joke's like only funny to me. Your Aunt Heather. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's a word for someone who has, like, the absolute worst timing all the time? I can't think of what that is. I'm that's sure there's an adjective be. for that. I was going to be mean and say Elena. <laughs> I know. I just thought my mind <laughs> no. as well. Listen, I am not being myself. Thank you. Inappropriate. That works. <laughs> Inopportune. Inopportune. That works. I kind of think inappropriate works, but... There's probably a better, um, more... Uh, well-suited word for that as a character trait but i think inappropriate slash inopportune is one thing and inappropriate is more broad though i think yeah let's see here we we can always cut all this out so let's yeah we can always cut all this out mm-hmm. it's a ama- it's amazing how it works too you just it's like that. you just go we just go we can cut this out and then it just never happens yeah he just leaves it out <laughs> Inappropriate it is, you guys. It fits better anyway. Fits better. So I thought you weren't. I thought you weren't making your character to be yourself. <laughs> I'm not making the character myself. So far, it's a perfect first match. First of all, first of all, I, I am a woman in real life. What? <laughs> yep. Damn, I can I confirm that. that actually. Oh, now you're making <laughs> me question the other two words I have because you're going to start saying it's me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna guess because I'm gonna dig myself a huge hole. <laughs> yeah. What are what are the two other words for me, Vote? No. Come on. Oh, no. um, yeah. You're not Come you're on. not baiting me into that. <laughs> enthusiastic. There you go. Enthusiastic. Lovable. Right. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> I don't know to. Ugh. Okay, so let's start with Tr. Uh, what were your 
personality adjectives. So TR is uh, commandeering, which is a verb, but an alpha complex is an adjective. So he just likes to take over situations because he's not like commanding because I don't think he inspires uh, like leadership, but he likes to just go in and wrestle the reins from people. So he's also direct and aggressive. So uh, before we go any further, everybody should write these down on the back of your character sheets for your other characters. So so TR was commandeering. Direct and aggressive. Erect. Erect. Wait, what? Yeah, erect. <laughs> Direct. <laughs> now. Wait, I thought we weren't supposed to describe ourselves. <laughs> Leland's often erect. I am hard 90% of the time. That's right. <laughs> okay, that's what. What do you got? That's what G said is a inappropriate, perfectionistic, anxious person. <laughs> are you kidding me? What? Why are you laughing, no Boo? No reason. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> this is not me. Can. Helpful. Organized. Skittish. And Roy. Did you pick helpful? M? I did. You did. I did as I well. Did. <laughs> <laughs> we can help each other. It was one that John mentioned, and I was just like, you know what? I like that. So um, Roy is helpful. He's also traitorous. Uh-oh. <laughs> and he's reckless. I can't spell traitorous. Get out of here. You don't have to spell it to be it. That's what TR, that's yeah. TR's model. <laughs> <laughs> That's erect. <laughs> that's a two E's. That's, that's, two, that's right. Okay. So um, that gets us done with the first uh, part one of the character sheets. We'll, we'll go to part two right now. Uh, you guys will have 50 experience points. We'll put down there for you. Um, that's deemed by the GM, and I can give them at my, my pleasure or take them away. So we also you see there's a, we'll, yeah we'll get more when we kill the kraken. You will get <laughs> experience points uh, based on accomplishing goals, which is not something on the other podcasts that we do very often. <laughs> By the time this comes out, I really hope we've killed the kraken. I really hope we have. <laughs> so uh, yes, yeah, but you can use experience points to, of course, level up, or you can purchase things with experience. So it's sort of like a money too. Oh, cool. And we'll get into that a little bit more when we start talking about uh, equipment and other things. As you see uh, in part two, it does say trees and stars. Currently, you are at zero. What trees and stars are is inside your um, cerebral cortex is basically a heads-up display that you can see in your eyes. All of you are clones and you have... uh, Different um, sort of think Terminator. You can see things within within your uh, heads up display. What's the Terminator? It's an old movie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a movie that came out actually, I believe, close to or in the same year as this game was first published. Oh, there you nice go. Nice callback, John. <laughs> Very good. Link. Yeah, good job. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so the computer will give you these treason stars to help 
maybe correct some actions that you've taken or things that you may not be doing. And, and the computer, of course, is your friend and wants to help you in every way. And sometimes you need just a little smack in the right direction. And these trees and stars will, will come up on your heads up display and others can see uh, these when they, when they see you, the, how many trees and stars you might have to sort of get an idea of what kind of person you are, how well you are uh, getting along with friend computer and um, we can get into the loyalty ratings a little bit more, but I'll just say that it starts if you have one star, you're sort of, a, everybody's a little suspicious of you maybe. At five stars, you will probably be changing the number on the end of your name. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, think, I think I see where you're going All with right. that. <laughs> so let's move down to stats. So this is where we're really going to get into the actual creation of your character. So you see... There is a stat area and a skills area. The stats have um, different categories, violence, brains, chutzpah, and mechanics. Um, we will be filling those out in a minute, but right now we're going to sort of move down to part three in the area of skills. So the way this is going to work is we're all sitting around the table here, and we're going to start with Leland, which is why I've already sort of set where you guys are, are sitting. And what he is going to do is, if you look down through these skills, we'll read through them. He is going to pick one of these skills and give it a positive one uh, skill number. So you're going to write, he'll write a one in one of these different categories. And then the next person in line, in this case will be Elena, will take a negative one in whatever category that Leland chose. So if Leland chose oh, athletics no. of positive, you will have an athletics of negative one. Now, Crap. what these skills are going to be doing is they're going to be creating dice pools that we're going to use whenever you're going to be doing any kind of skills challenge or thing that you want to do in the game. And we're going to, you know, of course, the more the positive numbers you're going to have, the more dice you're going to, or the more numbers you have, your dice will be able to roll. And we'll get into how all that works in a little while. All you need to know right now is low numbers, negative numbers, bad, positive numbers, good. And uh, so as you start creating your characters here, we are going to be not only making your character good, but you're also going to be screwing the next person in line. So to start out, Leland, uh, you have a different, we'll read through these real quick. We have athletics, guns, melee, throw, science, psychology, bureaucracy, alpha complex, bluff, charm, intimidate, stealth, operate, engineer, program, and demolition. So all these are skills that you guys will, will be able to try to convince me as the GM on which of these skills you use for to complete a certain task. So let's get started. Okay. Uh, this is cool. Um, lots of, I mean, these skills are all pretty self-explanatory. Really, uh, just two questions about bureaucracy, I imagine, was relates to how you can navigate within the levels of the, clear, the clearance levels kind of thing. So it says here it's, it's more of your knowledge and intuition around multiple levels of bureaucracy within Alpha Complex, yes. Okay, so like all the paperwork you got to fill in, you're exactly. more adept at doing that. Okay, and then obviously Alpha Complex probably relates to knowledge of the complex itself. Yes, absolutely. And, and how the inner uh, workings, okay. uh, uh, you know, you'll know who you need to talk to, how to, what you need to do, who you need to convince, those kind of things. Okay. Doing, thing, doing things by the book. Sure. Uh, Pick a good uh, one. Looking at that's what's characteristics. 
inappropriate perfections and anxious. I'm just going to I'm going to play to give you a negative and not care so much about what my positive is right now. So <laughs> you can only you can only start with you're starting with one. We're going to go around the table and it's a positive yeah, one. Yeah, he's a just thinking one. about the fact that all get a negative one. Okay. And okay, so it makes sense that hmm I'm going to give myself a, a a one in bluff. Okay. I knew you were going to pick that. <laughs> I was about to say bluff or intimidate. I feel like bluff is like the, is, but, yeah. is the one you want to take in this game. So then I take minus one. You will take a minus one. Yes. <laughs> and oh, God, I, thought that that make, I thought that makes sense because that's what is it anxious. Does. It does. I imagine, I imagine oh, yeah. them being all fidgety and <laughs> when they're oh, trying to sure, lie, the sure. beads of sweat pouring down their way. <laughs> So now the choice Elena makes will give Emily the negative because she's next in the that rotation. That is correct. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So you pick a positive one for you. Skittish, organized, helpful. Hmm. Skittish. So then I will take a one in stealth and give Emily yeah, a that works. minus one in stealth. Yeah. Sneaky, sneaky. And I want a one in bureaucracy. Okay. So, Bill, you have a negative one. Bill's not good at paperwork anyway. I can't really think of a great one to give Leland a negative in, so I'm just going to stick to picking one that I think will fit with uh, Roy. He's intimidating but bad at guns. Um, <laughs> demolitions, I think, is something that Roy would be quite good at. Oh, all right. Okay. I mean, that's all right. For TR, he's actually scared of loud noises. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to give... I'm going to give myself... Oh, sorry. So that was one round. We keep going? That's right. So now we're going to go again, and now we're going to do a two. So a positive two and a negative two. Oh, what? How many times do we do this? We'll go around five times. Whoa. And then, of course... I should have waited. Can you, on subsequent rounds, choose to put a positive into something that's already negative? No, you cannot. Uh, Okay. Uh. So there's kind of a push your luck with... You might want your five in the specific one, but it might get negative. Might be gone. Okay. Yeah, right he, re- he yeah. really uh, held off on telling us the full story. That's okay. That's right. <laughs> you'll, you'll find, he's the compu- you'll find he's that's the a common thread throughout this whole... Yeah, he's allowed uh, to do what yeah, he, he wants. Yeah, he's getting in character for the computer. Good choice, Mr. Computer. I agree with you. Suck up. So smart. All right, I love you, friend I, computer. I, I, I'm going to put a two... Suck up was my description before <laughs> I made it. <laughs> I'm going to put a two in melee. Okay. Oh, so now I have a minus two? Yes, you we do. we affect the same people throughout this whole thing? Yes, you do. Okay. Leland will constantly oh. be screwing Elena. Elena will be constantly screwing over. Yes, exactly. And I mean, Leland is good at melee, so... So, you know, you, you can all means. be as friendly or as mean. You can discuss, you know, between the two of you what you would like to do. What does operate mean, Mr. Computer? Operate, it's being able to operate machinery, be able to operate Surgeons. any kind of tools. I mean, it's, yeah, exactly. How is that different from engineer? Engineer is the ability to interact with machinery. Uh, and what was the other one you said? Operate? Yeah. Yeah. Manual operation of machinery. Uh, so drive, fly, hover, perform stunts. Chase, flee, ram uh, a vehicle into something. When engineer is build, repair, sabotage a machine, device or robot type of thing. All right. Well, thanks for the explanation. I now just think I'm going to choose a two and throw. Okay. (laughs) Without any explanation. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
I don't care about operating things. <laughs> I will choose a two in program. That's fine. I didn't want to program anything. All right. Bill? Now, if for just as an example, let's say Leland has picked... Let's say Leland has picked science as a plus two. Mm-hmm. Now, if I... If I pick science, that would give Leland a negative two. How does that work? Uh, it doesn't stack, so it will not. He'll get zeros in things that if you pick that, it doesn't go into his slot if it's already filled. So I couldn't affect. I can't affect a stat that he has already selected a modifier for. That is correct. You can't. You can't change it. In that case, you should be good at bluffing as well. <laughs> bluffing, bluffing <laughs> is one that I was definitely eyeing. Yeah, go for it. I support you in your decision and in, in putting a two into bluff. <laughs> I'm gonna go. You need to say it more aggressive. Get into character because he doesn't want a negative elsewhere. I know, I know. This benefits <laughs> Leland. But look, I look really here, 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 here's what I'll tell you. If you put two into bluff now, I'll give Elena a negative in whatever you want me to. There you go. Oh, okay. It's one of those kind of games. I would like to state that this is exactly how this game is supposed to work. This game is all stabby stabby. (laughs) Don't forget the pokey pokey. All right, buddy. I'm taking bluff. And pokey pokey. Okay. Wait a minute. If I... Bluff is always going to be safe for me because... No, it's not. Because it would be Emily, and Emily hasn't had her bluff filled in yet. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take bluff right now. I don't want to wait and have it be a negative. Yeah, yeah, because since I filled in Elena's, Elena will never fill in M's yeah, bluff. Yeah, because exactly. I'm, I'm super yeah. screwed. Yeah. 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 So Although, you, you are going with bluff then? Yeah. Bluff doesn't really fit with my character, so you probably would have been safe. Well, Unless you pissed me right. off. <laughs> Okay, so I'm a man of my word before we start this game. (laughs) What do you want to give give minus two to Elena? Um, Minus three, actually, because we're starting next round. Oh, that's correct. (laughs) Wow, you got a bargain on that one. (laughs) I sure did. So. Shouldn't have said anything. (laughs) That's what is inappropriate, a perfectionist and anxious. I suppose conversely too, this is get you choosing what I put my three in, which is also pretty good for you. Is charm filled in for you? It's not. No. No. Is do you think um, Tr is charming? Uh, he's he is. more intimidating than charming. He's but... got that B D. Let's let's go with intimidate then, because I think that makes sense for Tr and and for that's what. Yeah, I like that. You okay, think cool, I'm not cool. I like it. Come on. Three and intimidate. I feel like I'd. Screwed Elena over far too little there. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but you did you did play directly into my hand, which is all I care about. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of okay, so like I'm shaping up this picture now of that's what where like I cannot bluff, I'm not intimidating, I can't do melee combat, but I'm good at I'm good at throwing. Good at throwing. <laughs> and I'm Taking a plus three in guns. Oh, okay, so you just you're gonna throw guns at people. <laughs> that Elena, works for me too. That's what's just gonna be throwing guns around. I'm just real awkward and anxious, but get me you stealthy that, and I can just that anxious chuck a poison dart. Is a perfect combination. Oh, great. <laughs> yes, actually. Oh, no. It's like. I'm skittish? No, that's it. Yeah. Well, that works for me. I mean, negative three on guns with being skittish. I think that works. So I'm going to take my three in science. 
Science rules. Bill, 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 Bill. No. <laughs> I hate that stupid. <laughs> Science rules. All right, listeners, you know what I'm talking about. I'm glad they do because I don't. It, I only heard it every time we had a substitute teacher ever. It's the uh, theme song to Bill Nye the Science Guy. Oh, it says right, science yeah. rules. Okay, Bill. Roy is going to take his um, three, his pause plus three in psychology. Very nice. Whoa. Getting up in our heads. <sighs> All right. Um, Brain things. It kind of makes sense. TR doesn't know what makes you tick, but he'll yell at you regardless. <laughs> so I'll take a plus. Um, I'll take my four in. I mean, I feel like athletics just makes sense. But I'm actually, yeah. I'm actually right. going to take my four in bureaucracy. Oh, wow. So huh. I really suck at paperwork. Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I didn't think of that for uh, Throbby. Emily, what are your uh, blank He's spots? filled out all the appropriate forms that allows him to yell at people. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> My blank spots are athletics, melee, psychology, alpha complex, bluff, charm, intimidate, operate, engineer, demolitions. This is for my number five or four? Four. four. Okay, four. Yeah, I'm taking a four in athletics. Okay. Wow. It's a perfectionistic thing. I am obsessed with my body and fitness. I gotcha. I like that. <laughs> I know how that goes. It's hard work making a Greek Adonis like this. I tell you. <laughs> exactly. I will put my four <laughs> in Alpha Complex. Very nice. Very nice. Ooh. Good to know where you are yeah. and what's going on. And also bad to not know where you are and what's going on. <laughs> that is true, <laughs> Bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That fits. Yeah. It fits. <laughs> Leland, you already took guns, didn't you? Or no? No, no. It's a Leland um, guns. Guns are blank. Throws blank. Athletics is still blank. Uh, my melee is filled in, though. I feel like guns is guns are reckless, so I'm gonna take guns. Awesome. That's a plus four for you and guns, and Leland a negative. Yep. She can't shoot much with that big. Uh, well. Always getting in the way. But you can, he's shooting blanks. You can do shooting blanks. <laughs> I was proud of that oh, one. Okay. Oh, so, That's what she said. my five. Oh, man. Oh, uh, what am I going to suck at? Just. Uh. I feel like I should just put my five in Alpha Complex. Wow. But. I think I might actually put it in stealth. Oh boy! Okay, there you go. Yeah, has that filled yes. in? My stealth is filled in, and I wanted to take five and alpha complex, baby. Uh, <laughs> oh darn! Oh well. All right, I know. I know alpha complex like the back of my perfectionist hand. Okay. There you go. And that's already filled in for me, so that's not a negative. Oh, that's a chain of niceties that I do not enjoy. You guys suck, man. <laughs> I, I am sorry. I started that daisy chain. <laughs> So helpful. I will put my five in. What makes sense? Demolitions. Not, well, that doesn't. Psychology. That doesn't sense. I was psychology, I was thinking yeah. psychology, but I don't know. I'm good at head games, girl. 
I'm just kidding. Bill's already got psychology. I know. That's why I was encouraging that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaning towards operate, though. That kind of makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, you you do you. Does it skittish though? But organized, maybe engineer. Extremely skittish, and you operate heavy machinery constantly. (laughs) Well, you're yeah, really good at driving and and flying things, but just maybe. Not when anyone Something else like is in the you. vehicle with you. Oh, that's <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, that's perfect. You're flying a plane and a bird comes out of nowhere and you just crash. <laughs> Actually, that's perfect because with Roy being reckless, I have a feeling he's gonna he's gonna crash things. Okay, just recap. operate then. Yeah, Roy is yes. always on his pad when he's driving. He's just distracted driving every single time he goes behind the wheel of anything that has yeah. wheels, an engine, or wings. All right. All right. Um, so this is my last one, eh? Yep. Yep. Pick your pick your best. Traitorous, reckless, and helpful. Traitorous. I mean, being helpful and traitorous, you probably want to be charming. Yeah. Mm. Oh. <laughs> it's true. I'm going for it. Plus five to charming. I think Leland's character would not. Do you have that filled in, Leland? So. No, that's a minus five no. for me. So, which I that probably makes yeah. sense. I think it does. I think it does. Yeah. Like I say, he he doesn't inspire leadership. He wrestles it from you. <laughs> yeah, charm, butter up, persuade. Present to the camera, make good first impression, that kind of thing yeah. is, is under charm. Actually, and, the way uh, this is you going, have none of that. <laughs> TR, you just won't see him until he's knocking you over the head with his BDE. So. Oh, there you go. Well, that is stealth, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shocker. You don't, you don't want to know. <laughs> oh, gosh. Jesus. Goodness gracious. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Well, all right, so <laughs> as I said, it's all their fault. What, what about the so, ones we have blank? What do we do about those? So those are all going to be zeros. Okay. And now what we're going to do is if you look at your character sheet there, you'll see that, you know, violence there, athletics, guns, uh, melee, and throw, those four uh, all re- relate to or oh. re- to violence, ah. correct? So you're going to count <laughs> up. Um, this is bad. You're not going to write anything in there just yet. Okay. What I want you to do <laughs> is I want you to look at athletics, guns, melee, and throw, and look and see how many positive numbers you have. That is Does numbers zero above count? zero. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Numbers <laughs> above zero. Okay? And I want you to write write that number down any uh, someplace off to the side. Okay. And then okay. I, I want you to do the same thing with science, psychology, bureaucracy, and alpha complex, and put a number over to the side. And you're just you're just writing the number of them, right? So if you have a yeah. positive three, positive two, positive uh, one, you're going to have a number three. Okay, bluff, charm, intimidate, and stealth. And the last being the mechanics part of it: operate, engineer, program, and demolitions. So you should have four numbers. Yes. I don't like where this is going. Or, z- based or on zeros. Looking at my sheet. <laughs> Zero is a number. So when when everybody has their four numbers, let me know. Yeah. I'm good. All right, so now you're going to, we're going to go around the, the table here, and Leland, you need to tell Elena your four numbers, and Elena is going to be able to put them into your stat blocks for you. Oh, okay. Damn, okay, so I have a, I got one, one, three, and zero. So now, Elena, you can look in violence, brains, 
chutzpah and mechanics, and you can put his numbers on. You tell him where to put his numbers on his sheet. I had to Google chutzpah real quick, all right? Uh, That's sort of your uh, sauciness. Love him or hate him, you gotta admire his chutzpah. There you go. Your brashness. Yeah, audacity. Oof. Yeah, so thematically here, you get to get back at him a little bit for screwing you over on all of the uh, skills. Oh, man. This game's perfect for us. <laughs> yeah, kind of is, right? I think he's got the most chutzpah. So I think he's a three in chutzpah. Okay. A zero in brains, for yeah, sure. And then the other two are one. Okay, well, I'm not very good at violence. But you got the okay. hoodspot. <laughs> I must make I make up for it in the hoodspot. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Emily, mine was three one one zero. Okay, I want you to put your three in violence. That's where it belongs. <laughs> your zero in brains, <laughs> yes. and the other twos are ones. Yes, Bill, I have zero three zero two. So my inappropriateness is now just like a violent inappropriateness. (laughs) So can is helpful, organized, and skittish. So violence will be zero. Okay. Uh, Brains will be three. Okay. Mechanics will be zero. Okay. And chutzpah will be two. Alrighty, Rooney. He's got that big brain energy. (laughs) BBE. Is that everybody? Uh, What are yours? We go. Not, Not me yet. So I am yeah. one one two one. Okay. You know what? I like this group having some chutzpah. So you got a two in the chutzpah. Everything else is one, I guess. Right? Yeah. We got the cojones. That works. Throbby. Okay. <laughs> so as we said before, when you guys want to do something, you're going to use the combination of your stat number and pick a skill. And that's going to create your dice pool, which you'll be able to roll. Uh, when So, for example, if you had a two violence and you wanted to, say, use a gun that you had a one in, you would have three die, which would be called your node. And you can adjust that by using cards that may give you actions and uh, pieces of equipment that might give you additional dice to put into your pool and different things like that. Um, so... Let's talk about Moxie. So you see down in in four, uh, part four, you have eight little circles called Moxie. And Moxie is more of your, uh, sort of your stress level that you might have. If you're stable, if you have, if you have a lot of Moxie, you're, uh, um, stable, right? You're competent. As you spend Moxie points, you will be using that up and becoming more and more erratic, you could you could say. So you can spend Moxie points to uh, do things in the game, like add extra dice to your roll, uh, and other things will happen, and I'll get into more of that later. So you have a maximum of eight, but right now, if you want to, you can eliminate your max Moxie points, which are now eight, and spend them to raise one of your uh, some of your stats. Is five the maximum? You can only go to five. Mm. So characters normally start the game with eight moxie points and six clones, but you can sacrifice them to have less bad characters. So right now we're talking about moxie, but you can also sacrifice a clone. So Ooh. you can just 
kill one off and go ahead and put yourself up to to number two and raise some of your stats. So you can spend up to five moxie points to raise your skill, uh, one moxie point per skill point. So if you look at your skill selection of those 16 things, if you want to uh, fill in one of your moxie circles and it will be gone forever for you, you can raise one of those up. So we'll start with, uh, well, I'll, I'll give you guys a few minutes to take a look at that. While we're thinking about this, um, for example, if I were to raise a stat that's currently at zero, mm -hmm. that would increase the number of positives I have in that column. Does that translate to an increase in my correlating skill? No. Okay, gotcha. Oh, I thought we were only doing the four big skills. Okay. Stats. The four big stats. Uh, you can spend moxie points to raise your skills. Right. Oh, so one stats. moxie per skill, and then you can burn a clone to raise your stats. Ah. Um, Ooh, that's pricey. Burn a clone. You only have five yeah. of those. If I want my mechanics to go up, I have to burn a clone. Uh, yes. That's right. And it only goes up to one. If you're currently yeah. at zero. Yes, correct. Yeah. Crap. One per clone. That is heavy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll just read it to you. Each moxie point spent is worth one skill point. You can spend moxie to raise any skill, any amount, including negative ones, as long as you don't spend more than five moxie points. In the game, what would we be missing out to get rid of those moxie points? Well, yeah, you're going to spend those moxie points for different things, like to add dice to your rolls. Let me, I guess let me read more to you about what okay, moxie sorry. is. No, that's okay. It's, it's hard to, to make these decisions when you don't know exactly what everything is. So you can use moxie points to get extra dice on a roll, one moxie per die. Uh, if you're not happy with the result of an action, you can choose to try again, but only once per action. Spend a moxie to re-roll your entire dice pool. We can get into mutants later, but unregistered mutants uh, use moxie to activate their power. So if you have a mutant power that you want to use, you would use moxie to be able to do that and of course we don't have any mutant powers because that's against what the computer wants no there are definitely no mutant it's powers mm -mm. for anti-mutant that's exactly right so we haven't got to this point yet in the teach but uh when you roll dice to do things you're always going to roll a computer die which is going to be another six-sided die that you have it's a different color and if you roll a six on that then you are going to have to spend a moxie because you've drawn the the attention of the computer so you'll be burning through those. Can we get Moxie back after we spend it? Yes, you can get Moxie by spending 50 experience points. will get you another Moxie point. Or you can also visit your happiness officer, and he will give you a Chiroxin stem pack, which will also make you happier and relieve some stress. <laughs> so that that is only to recover spent Moxie, not to give you a max Moxie. The decision That's we right. make can never be affected for the rest of the game. That's right. If you go reduce your moxie by two, you will only have six moxie for the remainder of this campaign. Okay. As a, as a max, I should say. Man, I am seriously considering killing off one of the clones. <laughs> oh, I've, I've got my decision. I thought I gave you some pretty good, uh, some pretty good stats there, Em. As my mechanics being zero, it kind of hurts. Did I? I thought I gave you. You just put my two. Oh. Yeah. But does does zero mean that you get no dice? 
Uh, well, you'll have whatever you have on your uh, stat, and then your skill, and then you will be requesting to me the skills that, and stats that you want to use. Now, if you have a negative number, uh, and we'll get into all of this later, you will also be able to roll that number of dice. So if you have a negative three, you're going to roll three die. The uh, thing is, you have to get a five or a six to be successful, and anything that's not a five or a six with negative die will be taken away. Does that make sense? Okay. So, for example, yeah. I'm going to set a skill challenge for you. Since say I know that it's going to be a two successes for me for you to be able to complete something, right? So you're going to create your dice pool. So maybe you have three dice. Uh, you'll roll, and you'll have to get two of them. will have to have a five or a six on them to be able to be successful, right? Wow. Yeah. If you have only negative number, or you have negative numbers within your dice pool, so so you have a skill that's a negative, you're not very good at it. If you don't roll five, the five or sixes that are, if you whatever is not a five or a six will subtract from the number of five <laughs> from successes. your successes. Yeah. Oh, that's yes. terrible. Yeah. It's very punishing. Yes. So you want to try to be good at things, right? Sure. Uh, you okay. want to try to convince me to be able to use your best stats to create your dice pool to complete whatever it is you're trying to do. Right. So it would not be beneficial for you if you, there's a situation that your character is bad at to not try to tackle that situation. That's right. Maybe you could, if you're very good at something else, convince somebody else to do it. Right, right, right. It's the same as like playing Elder Signs. Don't go into a room where you can't roll the dice to get out of it. Well, I've, I've, I have made my decision. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I let's. Think I have too. If everybody's pretty good. Let's go around the table then. We'll start with Leland. All right. I'm, uh, I'm getting rid of four Moxie to boost Bluff to five. And wow. I killed two clones to make my violence three. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we're going all in here. We're we're maxing. We're min-maxing this bastard. Damn. Burning clones. <laughs> Aylin, that's uh So what happens going to be sitting out the second half of this mini campaign. Yeah. <laughs> what happens if you run out of clones and the game's still going? <laughs> yeah, you're dead. You're gone. You you're going to be a bystander. <laughs> I'm going to be so good at throwing punches and stuff. As long as I don't have to touch a gun, I'm all right. <laughs> But you know us, we just role play. <laughs> We're gonna be you haven't combat. heard me role play a punch yet, so you wait. <laughs> you wait. Um, I actually decided after hearing the full explanation to do nothing. Okay. So we're very opposite <laughs> ends of the spectrum. Take what I got. All right. Uh, go to Emily. I spent one moxie to move my stealth from a negative one to a zero. And I'm going to burn one clone to take my mechanics from a zero to a one. So I put a okay. two at the end of my name now. Yep. If you burn a clone, just move yourself up. Moving on up. Okay, Bill. I am going to burn two moxie. Okay. To increase my bluff from plus two to plus four. Very nice. So whatever moxie you've done, just uh, fill those in with a pin because you'll never get them back. And then as you burn moxie, you can mark those off with a pencil as we go, and then we'll go back and forth as, as you gain and lose it. So we're, we have wounds listed. 
there is hurt, injured, maimed, and dead. So uh, if damage is dealt against you and you, you get hurt, there's different levels. So hurt means a character is in pain but not damaged so badly that they can't do anything. However, while you are hurt, you must subtract one from your node number, which is the number of dice you roll. Injured, uh, you're in so much pain that you can't focus properly. Subtract two dice from your node number. Maimed is much worse. Uh, you've lost uh, use of one of your body parts. Uh, uh, this may be because you've lost it, or <laughs> the GM will tell you. Either way, if you need an urgent medical attention, each round that you don't get urgent medical attention, you must roll one die. On a one, you die. <laughs> you can still perform task. Well, whatever part of your body is still attached, but it's with a negative three to your node number. Ouch. And dead. It's obvious, but not so obvious uh, that we didn't need to write it in the section. When your character has been successfully attacked, the GM will tell you how badly you're injured. Cross off the appropriate box for your character sheet and the ones that come before it. So if you're maimed, cross off hurt and injured boxes too. Uh, you take damage of a type that you've already suffered, fill out an empty box uh, on the damage track, the next one. So if you've already been hurt and you get hurt again, you will now go up to maimed. Injured. If you get hurt again. Uh, well, it says if you're hurt and you get hurt again, that drops you down to injured. If you're injured and get hurt again, you're maimed, yes. Okay. Um, there are ways you can get first aid. We'll get into those kind of things later on. So that's what those blocks mean on your uh, on your character sheet. So then we'll go into equipment. Now, typically when we start the campaign, we'll hand out uh, pieces of equipment and different things as we're playing, and you would play these around the table in different ways. But I went ahead and sent you guys these, these different uh, things and uh, also sent you a list of all the cards. So therefore, during the game, if we have to randomly pull things... I'll pull them out, and then I'm going to have you be able to go look up on your uh, sheet so you'll be able to have all the information that you need. That's just, a, I think it'll be easier with the podcast. Then um, the other thing about it is uh, you may be a mutant. You may be in a secret society. And, of course, all these things are treasonous. So you don't want your friends that you're hanging out with to know any of these things. So, uh, real quickly, we'll go through some of the cards that you may or may not have. So, for example, you also have an uh, objective card. It is one of the orange cards that I sent you guys. This gives you a little flavor that you're going to be able to do. Like, uh, for example, the one that I have in front of me right now is called Team Leader. It says you're responsible for ensuring that the mission objectives are carried out appropriately giving instructions that are clear, easy to understand, and not wrong, uh, seeing that all team members are performing their assigned duties correctly, and not being or going wrong. So that would be your character's sort of overall goals as the team leader in Alpha Complex. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, uh, there's also, as you would think, you know, in this in this utopia, not everybody is always happy all the time. Although, you should be. But if you're not, you may have some idea that there's something better or something different in Alpha Complex or outside of Alpha Complex. 
And there are groups of people who have these ideas. Of course, they're all traitorous. And the friend computer would definitely like to weed these, these people out. But they are in secret societies. And some of you may or may not be in a secret society. But if you are, they have outlined on the cards things that uh, agendas or goals that you may be trying to attain or do uh, throughout the uh, campaign. So what we'll do uh, also, we'll just move on here, the same with mutant powers. Sometimes as the computer clones uh, different people over time, there may run into some little difficulties or things that don't just always work out exactly the way they should, and you could end up with a mutant power. Of course, the computer doesn't make mistakes, so uh, those mutant powers would be, uh, of course, treasonous to have one of those. So if you, if you do find yourself with a mutant power, you may, may want to keep that to yourself. So some of you may or may not have mutant abilities. So while we're playing a game, if somebody wants to use a mutant ability or they want to talk about their um, secret society or maybe tell me about your objective, we'll do like we did on the other podcast and kick everybody off mic for a minute uh, and let you guys have that interaction with me so then we can uh, go back to the game and see how those things play out. But they're going to be a lot faster, I think, than our other campaign because it should just yeah. be a quick, quick conversation. Earplugs, earmuffs. <laughs> That's right. So some of you also will have um, different equipment, pieces of equipment. If you look at your equipment cards, it'll tell you um, different things on it. One of the things you'll see on there is it says action order. Well, in the game that you play around the table, there is a mechanic in which you. Uh, put cards down uh, sort of to create initiative. It's sort of a bluffing type thing where you pick what you think your initiative, you say what your initiative is so you can go before other people and then people can call your bluff and then you flip your cards over and you find out. We're not going to do that in this podcast. What we're basically going to do is go around the table. I'll figure, I'll let you know who's going to get first in initiative and then we're just going to go around. But that being the case, uh, so that action order on your equipment cards and other places that you might see it, we're going to ignore that for, for this campaign. So you have pieces of equipment. They're pretty self-explanatory. If you want to use one of these and you don't want anybody else to know, we'll kick everybody off mic and you can let me know. And then also you have action cards. Well, these action cards are going to give you the ability to increase your dice pool number and help you out with different things that you're trying to accomplish. If you look at your card, there's some of those cards might have a little arrow pointing up, a little circle arrow. Those are reactions also. So you can use them as an action or you can also use them as a reaction to somebody else. So if somebody's trying to climb a ladder and they have a card or something to allow them to do it, you could play this reaction card, which might do something that's going to prevent them from being able to climb the ladder. Does that all make sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. Any questions? Not yet. Oh, man. No. Nope. <laughs> it's just going to be intense. I'm sure there will be later. <laughs> okay, so that's pretty much... I've already handed that equipment out, so that would be part of what we're, we're doing uh, for character creation. Are we going to talk about what equipment or things we have on Mike at all? Um, well, I, th I think the way I'd like to play it out is we'll do it as it happens, right? Uh, if you guys... Okay. Um, you're more than welcome to let everybody know everything about you day one, and but you know you'll have to face the consequences of that. 
This is not necessarily a cooperative game. Uh, this is a game in which everyone's out for themselves to attain the next level of security clearance, to keep friend computer happy, to uh, advance your, your own selfishness, um, and use other people to be able to accomplish those goals. Friend computer is always there to help and correct anything that you uh, may do incorrectly to help you become a better citizen of Alpha Complex. And that's pretty much it for character creation. We'll get into combat and all the other things as we start uh, playing the game next time we get together. Sweet. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. This will be fun. Yeah, this is going to be... I think there's a name for it that that we actually have a a picture created for, thanks to Emma. What's that? Shitstorm? Yep, that's it. <laughs> One big shitstorm. Okay, so what we're going to be playing when we get back together is a, a paranoia module called Trouble by the Box Load. And uh, I'm going to read a little bit here at the beginning to sort of fill you in on what you're going to be doing and prepare you, give you something to think about until the next time we get together. So as troubleshooters, you are all sent out on missions, of course, all the time for, for whatever the uh, friend computer needs or whatever trouble there is to shoot. So you've been sent out. Uh, it's a slow day. Uh, there are five troubleshooter teams were all sent to the same slightly shifty report that there was a non-regulation mop. And you all showed up at the same time and uh, to find out about this. So it's, you know, there's really nothing going on because all these different troubleshooters are, show up for this uh, non-regulation mop problem that, that uh, came up. And, uh, you know, there's only been uh, one gunfight today, really, to uh, speak of. Actually, two. The one gunfight was is in response to the all the troubleshooters that showed up, which created a second gunfight. So you decided to go ahead and document these as a gunfight 1A, not our fault, and gunfight 1B, also not our fault, as you head back to the debriefing room to let everybody know that you've accomplished your mission. And uh, when you get there, you see just boxes everywhere. Boxes, large boxes, small boxes, little tiny boxes, boxes that are irregular shaped, more than you can possibly count. There's maybe some stuff that's laying off on the floor, random stuff spilled out. Uh, so you walk into the briefing room. It's uh, Some are open, and you try to avoid looking into the boxes, of course, because you don't want to see anything that might be you know, secure. You don't, you wouldn't want to be seeing something that you shouldn't be seeing. So you try not to look, but occasionally you do. Uh, get a glimpse of a few things. It looks like it's maybe some office supplies or something, um, but you quickly move away when uh, your head away when you look. So looks like what you do see is maybe fasteners, boots, bowls, spoons. I love computer badges, cups, screws, lightning, uh, light bulbs, mop heads, leaflets, you know, parts from the robot, potentially uh, half of a screwdriver set. Um, of course, there's squirty food dispenser nozzles, things that you're very familiar with, but, you know, you're, you're sort of, you're walking by this. So there's no real briefing in the briefing room, but a yellow clearance clerk 
walks up with a clipboard and says, uh, this lot, waving the HOEs of a checklist, uh, needs to go to warehouse 749921 about an hour ago. Uh, right now we'll do, or very soon in a pinch. Slow day, uh, you're the surplus requirements here. You're the, you got the, you're the lucky, lucky set here. You didn't have to do the food vat, uh, duty. So, get all these boxes and get them to warehouse 749921. And that is where we're going to start the adventure. I wrote down two different numbers. At first I wrote seven seven four nine two one and then he's like seven four nine nine two one. I'm like, did he say the same number? Yeah, he did. <laughs> I'm already bad at my job. <laughs> Illegible handwriting. I can't even Make sure you fill out the correct form. <laughs> Ugh, I do not have the correct warehouse.